Let's go to verse number, let's back up and let's go to verse number 17. Let's start at 17. So Samuel said, when you were little in your own eyes, you were not head of the tribes of Israel. And do not, and and did not the Lord anoint you with, and did not the Lord anoint you, your king of Israel, over Israel. Now the Lord sent on the Lord sent you on a mission and said, "Go and utterly destroy the sinners, the Ammonites, and fight against them until they are consumed." Okay, you see that God sent Samuel on a mission, and his mission was to destroy the sinners. Amen. That's 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 the mission that God sent Samuel on. Amen. So we have to be very attentive and very um, alert to what God is want to do for us, his missions. Amen. So missions, you know, people, churches have missions overseas in Africa, South Africa, Peru, you know, Zimbabwe, places like that. So now don't be don't get on a mission oh, because so and so is um, so and so is uh, on a mission. You know, they're on, their, they're, they're on this missions, amen, amen. So if God didn't put that in your heart to go overseas and be a part of a mission, then don't do it because you don't know what it entails, okay? So what it entails is, number one, you have to get a passport in order to go, okay? You have to get a series of shots in order to go. That part I do know, okay? So now when you... Say, oh yeah, we're going to Africa. Oh yeah, yeah. You get over, you get over to Africa, and it's not as what you expected, okay. And from what I heard from people that's been on these mission trips, they said sometimes they have to sleep in a mosquito net at night, so the mosquitoes won't bite them. Mm. So you got to know what you're getting into. You know, you got to make sure that this is what God has called me to do at this time of my life. You know, to be a part of a mission over in Africa or Peru or somewhere overseas, you know what I'm saying, Australia, places like that. Because you may get, a, you may get over there and you, you get in a hotel and say, okay, well, here's a mosquito net. What's that for? So you can sleep at night. You have no AC? No, we don't have no AC. And sometimes they may not have running water, but they can get you some water to where you might have to do a bird bath. You might have to just wipe yourself down. Wipe yourself down real good and clean. You know, so you have to make sure that this is what God has called you to do in the missions. Amen. So you, you, you need to understand this. Okay, don't get into something just because somebody else is involved in missions. Okay, if God didn't call you, don't go. You say, hey, listen, I send you my love, my support. Hey, I write you a check. Where y'all going? Okay, well, okay, good. Here, I write y'all a check. God bless you. I'll see you when you get back. Amen. And that's how that's how uh, that's how some pastors are. They're like, listen, I write a check. You know, listen, I, I like the comforts of a nice hotel and things of that nature. But when you're on a mission trip, it's a totally different thing because now your mission is okay. We have to minister to the people. We have to pray for people. You know, so that's one of the missions when you go overseas. You know, it's, it's not all fun and games because you always on the go. 
it's like boom, okay, we gotta get up, we gotta get up, we gotta go over here. And then once we leave there, we gotta go over here. Amen. So a lot of people's, you know, you gotta have that in your heart and in your mind and in your soul. This is what God has called me to do. Okay, so what does our missions mean to you? If you say that you have a mission, you mean that you have a strong commitment and sense of duty to do or achieve something. He viewed his missions in life as protecting the weak from the evil. There are an enormous sense of missions in the speech and gesture, gender. Okay, so let's go to Isaiah. Let's look at Isaiah. Chapter 61, verse number 1. The Lord of the, the, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me and commissioned me to bring good news to the humble and the afflicted. He sent me to, to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted, to proclaim release from to proclaim and release from condemnation to a, to the physical and spiritual captives and freedom freedom to prisoners amen so with that being said the the spirit of the lord is upon me because the lord has anointed me and commissioned me to bring good news to the humble and the afflicted he sent me to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted. Amen. So that's what this is all about. It's not about you just, uh, just, just okay, good. I'm, I'm going to go. You know, I'm going to go on this mission. And you know it's, it's not in your heart. It's not in your heart to do it. It's not in your mind. You can't. You're trying to grasp the, grasp the mind because you got to be on this plane for X amount of hours going all the way to Africa, and sometimes there's you have to you have to fly to one point. You may have to fly to California and then take another plane out to where you're going. Okay, so you got to remember, you know, when you're on a mission, you are there to bind up the wounds of the brokenhearted, to proclaim. You got to go proclaim Jesus Christ. Amen. And we have to understand this, okay, with us, <coughs> with us, with our church, our church. Our church is on a mission to feed 4,000 families. I know we already passed the, we already passed 500 so far. I have to get the, ex I have to get the, ex the exact number, but we're on a mission to feed <coughs> 4,000 families. Okay? It may not happen in one day. We understand that. It's going to happen over a period of time. But that's what God placed in our heart is to feed 4,000 families. That's why I express, I, uh, I let you know that we, <coughs> that we have our food pantry the last Saturday of each month. Amen? So, that's our mission is to is to 
provide food for 4,000 families. So you, do you know what your mission is? You have to know what your mission is, okay? You have to know what your mission is. Your mission is to work. Your mission is to work that must happen every single day to ensure that your purpose accomplish your vision of the world. Bringing with you a unique role in the market, be, be, become a weekly resource for teams eager to change the way that they work for the better, revisit your values. So you have to know what your mission is. If you don't know what your mission is, you need to pray and you need to ask God, say, oh, God, listen, what is my mission? What, you know, what is it that you want me to do at this time? You know, I understand the pandemic is going on and things are around us is going on. We're having uh, enormous amounts of uh, gun violence. So what is your mission? And some people's mission is they want to stop the gun violence. That's a good mission. They want to stop the gun violence. They want to get the kids off the streets. They want the kids to do something more constructive. Amen. So that's why we need to have more recreation, you know, have uh, places where these teenagers can go, get them off the street, you know, get them uh, uh, counseling or have some type of tutoring going on to get them off the street. And that's what some uh, people's mission is. You know, they want to get the kids off the street put down the firearms and stuff like that and let's go let's get to work let's get to work so that's what some people missions are the missions are to stop the gun violence that's why they have these rallies and that's why they have the black lives that matter but in my opinion all lives matter it doesn't matter what color or where you come from all lives matter amen so you have to know what your mission is you know you have to pray. You have to ask God. You have to seek the face of God. Say, God, I, I, I want to do. I want to do. It's in my heart to do a mission. So, what is it that you want me to do? Again, God may tell you, get a group of people. Go feed the homeless. Get a group of people. Go to the nursing home center. Go to nursing homes and and, and minister and and pray for the nurse people in the nursing home. Get a group of people and go to the hospital. And pray for people that's in the hospital, amen. Or go to the go to the uh, go to the uh, assisted living facilities, and pray for those people. You know that's what God may have you to do. You know, but you have to sit down and you have to pray and you have to ask God, what is my mission? You know, God, what is my mission that you have for me? Amen. Don't get in the mission looking to get some type of payback or get some type of get some type of payback. That's no, that's not it. You know, that's not it. If I do something that's coming from my heart because it's something that God placed in my heart to do, I'm not looking for a kickback. I'm not looking for a paycheck. I'm doing this because God has told me to do this. So that's why I'm doing this. Amen. Luke chapter 6, verse number 30. Give to everyone who asks you, and if anyone takes what belongs to you, do not demand it back. Amen. So you know this, you know, you know uh, uh, the, um, what is it? What does it call that person? The Indian giver. They give you something, then now they want to take it back. You know, why, why you know, if you're going to give me something, give me something. If you're going to bless me with something, bless me with something. But if you have it in your heart, in your mind, that you want to take it back, you can keep it. I don't want it. Oh, well, you know, uh, uh. 
I'll be at, I'll be coming back there for uh, you know I'll be asking for that back later. Okay, okay, good. Okay, well you know what? You can keep it. You can keep it. What? Yeah. If you talk, if he's telling me that you're gonna come back and get it later on, later you know four, three, four, four months later, then you can keep it. I don't want it. If I give you something, I give you something. I'm just is is. In my heart, it's like, I don't want it back. If I give you something, I give, if I bless you with something, I bless you with something. I don't necessarily want it back. I do not want it back at all. Because God has told me to give you this. God has told me to go and purchase this and bless you with this. So that's one. That's, that's what we have to understand that our vision, you know, our mission is. A lot of guys, you know, a lot of times you're like, man, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. What is your mission? What are you doing with it? I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission. I got to, God put in my heart to go out and minister to the people that are lost, minister to the people that strayed away from church, minister to the people, uh, minister to, you know, minister to my family members. Amen. Minister to unsaved family members. Let them know, say, listen, the next day is not promised to you. You do not want to leave this earth knowing that you're going to hell. And my mission is I want everyone in my family to go to heaven. I want everyone in my family to be saved. Amen. So that's another mission that God probably put on your heart, you know, and dealing with sometimes dealing with family members. It can be rough. It can be tough. But with the help of God, you can accomplish that. Amen. So by you doing what God has called you to do during this time, even with missions, you know, you got to have a vision for it. You got to have a vision for your mission. Now, let me, let, me, let me say that again. You have to have a vision for your mission. Without a vision, people perish. They don't, it's, you know, you got to have a vision. And see, and I can tell you, each uh, pastors that we know, they have a vision for their household. They have a vision for their church. Amen. It doesn't stop. It doesn't stop. It's a, it's a continual process. I got a vision. Yeah, yeah. God put it in my heart. We need to do this. We need to do that. Amen. Amen. So, what is your personal vision and mission? Your personal vision is how you commit to living your life. It includes all areas, including family, spiritual, spiritually, physically, well-being, and work. A clear personal vision is an interaction of your abilities, interests, Personality, values, goals, skills, experience, family of origin, and stage of adult development. Amen. So, you know, um, having your own personal visions, that's really good. That's not a bad thing. You know, you, you envision, you, you vision yourself into a better house, into a better neighborhood. Because you want your kids to have every opportunity they can as far as education. Even when they graduate high school, you want them to have every opportunity they can 
And that's probably your goal. Your vision and your mission is to make sure that your kids have every opportunity they can as far as education, as far as applying for uh, grants and everything like that and scholarships. You know, there's ways that they can go to school without having to take out a, a school loan to pay for their college, amen, or to pay if, they, if, they, if they're not going to college, they're going to a vocational school. If they're not doing that, they're going to go into the service. They're going to the Army, Navy, Air Force, or Marine. And one thing about the service is their mission and their vision is do this. You've got to go to boot camp. We've got to prepare you just in case something happens and you, you get deployed. Amen. So their mission and their vision is to get you finished with your basic training. And that could last, that could be anywhere from six to 12 weeks of basic training. It depends on where you're going. Amen. So that's their mission. That's their vision is to get people prepared that sign up for the, Ar for the Army, Navy, Air Force, or Marine. They're preparing you just in case you have to be deployed. And we still have some people uh, that's been deployed overseas, and they've been there for over a year or two years. And, you know, it's, it's I know it's hard because um, the, the, the husband or the wife that is serving overseas, they want to get back home to their family. And their mission is, I want to get back home to my family. That's what I'm working on. I want to get out of this situation. I want to get back home to my family. I want to be able to be with my family, amen. And so that's one of their missions. That's one of their visions. Okay, man. Okay. And Daniel chapter 10, verse number 7. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision, for the men who were with me did not see the vision, but a great terror fell upon them, so they fled to hide themselves. Amen. So that was in the... Uh, New King James Version. I'm going to give it to you in Amplified. And I, Daniel, alone saw the vision of this heavenly being. For the men who were with me did not see the vision. Nevertheless, a great panic overwhelmed them, so they ran and hid themselves. See, Daniel, he saw it. He saw the vision. So with vision comes a mission. So he saw that vision. Amen. He saw it. But the other men, they did not see it. So they panicked and they hid from them. They hid from Daniel. Like, for what? God, you know, God placed this in my heart. He placed this vision in my heart. Amen. So that, you know, you can understand. So every church has a, they have a vision. They have a mission. Amen. They let you know, okay, this is what we do. Okay, this is our vision for the church. This is our mission. This is what we do. This is what we do on a monthly basis, or this is what we do quarterly, or this is what we do three or four times a year. That's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. Amen. So we have to understand that our missions is very important because if God placed that in your heart, then that's what you go with. That's what you go to. Okay, God told me I'm going to be going overseas for his mission. Amen. And that's, that's, and just continue to pray and believe God. And, you know, if God put that in your heart, if God, that's what God told you, God is going to make it happen. He's not a liar. He's going to make it happen. He's going to make sure that you get overseas, that you have, God is going to provide the, the finances. 
and the tr- you, you, you're going to provide the finances and everything that you need when you go overseas for a week or two weeks. And usually when people go overseas on missions, they're gone for at least two weeks. Amen. So don't expect to go over there for three days and then come back. That's not going to happen. You're going to be over there for a certain period of time because, you know, there are certain things that God wants you to do while you're over there. He wants you to pray for these people. He wants you to minister to the people. You know what I mean? And we have to understand that that has to be in our heart. Don't go overseas. Don't be a part of missions knowing that, you know, because somebody else is in it, that you want to be, you know, you want to call yourself, you want to be in missions too, and you don't know what it all, you don't know what it all entails. So that's why you have to seek the face of God. You have to um, ask people who's been overseas, who's been overseas, um, get some information so you know what you're getting into. And that's, that's me. I need to know what I'm getting into before I be a part of something. No, I need to well, I need I need to know what I'm getting into. Amen. So what what uh what's your mission statement? And mission statement is your way. It clarifies who you are, what you do, and what you do for it. On the other hand, a vision statement tells interest parties where you are headed and what you want to accomplish in a sh- in a short in a short a mission statement explains why you're here while while you say um, excuse me in short a vis- a mission statement explains why you're here what well while a vision statement tells people why where you're going amen okay so i can i can give you uh I'm going to give you a little bit of our vision here at uh, Amen Always Church. Okay. Amen Always Ministries was founded in 2003 by Pastor Derek and Frida Stevens, which is us in Davis, Florida. Okay. And Amen Always Church began as an outreach ministry. That's how we began, a outreach ministry at Nova South Asian University campus in Davie, Florida. Is what, you know, we, we always had for 14 to 15 years. We always had an outreach ministry. We did things for Thanksgiving. We did things for kiss for Christmas. We gave out Christmas trees. We gave out toys during Christmas time. Amen. And um, we continued that. You know, e- we continue that even though we have a church now. God has blessed us and and called us to to pastor our church. Amen. And we're continuing that to continue our outreach ministry. That's food. The, the food pantry is. Is what you is is the outreach ministry, Amen. Okay, so with that vision comes a mission. So our mission is to feed four thousand families, Amen. Okay, Amen. Always ministries open as open with a health and healing conference on Nova's campus, with fifty five people, including students, staff, and residents in the local community. We always held. Bible study and chapel service for students and staff on Nova campus. Amen always had a uh, have had a hospital visitation ministry where wherein our leaders often visit people in the hospital to provide healing prayer for the salvation, scripture reading, and spiritual support during crisis situations. Amen. So if you would go to our website and you would, 
everything that I'm saying is right on our website. You can see that um, for yourselves. Amen. And we have shared the gospel of Jesus Christ on radio, television, out, uh, output for decades, including Nova's radio station, uh, Praise 107.9 here in Jacksonville, Pure Radio 10.3 FM and 13.20 AM, and also on the Victory Station, which is uh, 94.7 FM and 13.60 AM. The Word Network and CBS local channels, local channels, uh, four sta uh, television stations. Amen. So our heart is to do what God has called us to do during this time. In 2018, in 2018, uh, the, the call and the timing of God was to launch our church as Amen Always Church. What began as an outreach ministry offering food, food pantry, campus ministry, and hospital visitation qu uh, quickly grew into a church for people to experience the love of Jesus without judgment. We're, when you come here, we're not going to judge you. Well, our job is to help you, is, to mentor, is to, to mentor you, is to get you back on the right track. Amen. So that's, part of, that's, that's another part of our vision. That's another part of our mission. So when we see people come in, we do not judge them at all. You know, we have, uh, we have food available for people who want food throughout the week. Amen. So that's what we do. Amen. We're not here to judge anybody. You know, if you come from a, if you coming from a different church and you have issues with that church, we're not going to ask you what happened. Yeah, now, when you come here, the healing process starts with us. Amen. It's the start of the healing process. Amen. So you have to get to know your pastors. And one of the one of the missions is in the visions is, you know, you want to get to know your pastor. You want to have that spiritual connection with your pastor in order to, for him to call in order for you to call him or her your spiritual pastor. Amen. So. Uh, the pastor sought spiritual guidance from Pastor David and Tammy and Dr. Tammy Donnelly of Legacy Ministries in Lake Worth, Florida, as founders of an outreach at at EBC uh, Cemetery, and additionally, the both pastors enrolled into Bible College at Oral Roberts University, and to add to their knowledge in scriptures and biblical biblical foundation for spiritual for Christian ministry. The pastors we met with Bishop Bob McCaughlin, senior pastor of the Powder House International, and their local and their local spiritual fathers as well as uh, as other local pastors and the community leaders to, 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 to discuss launching an, a new life giving church on the north side of Jacksonville. The church we now we launched we started on January twenty sixth. 2019 at Highlands Middle School, and um, God has blessed us, and we have acquired the uh, old um, Quest Diagnostics building. That was our that was our vision. That was our mission. It's like, listen, you know, Quest is moving out, so we like, okay, we want to we want to first stab at it. We want to get in and get over there and to expand to what God is doing. Okay, so. So, you know, you, you, you know, it's good to have a mentor. It's good to have a spiritual father or a spiritual mother, someone 
that you can relate to, something that you can connect to. So if you never in your life um, connected to your local pastor, I think you need to make make some arrangements to connect with your local pastor, sit down and talk to him, say, listen, this is what God placed in my heart. You know, I still want to be a member here, but God has called me to do some mission, do some mission work elsewhere. Amen. So that's why you want the love and support of your pastor. You want the love and support of the members of your church and your family as well. Amen. So when you embark on these missions, you know that you have their prayers, you have their love, and you have their support. Amen. You know, it doesn't have to be financially, but you do have their support. Amen. And do you know that as followers of Christ, our hearts should love the nation? Jesus advised that we love missions as he does. As believers in Christ, we were created to spread the good news, and through the Holy Spirit, we are able to do so. This statement that will help you understand about how we can live a life on mission. Amen. And lastly, if you're wondering, if you're wondering what your mission is, if you're wondering what your mission in this life is, look within and ask yourself, what brings you joy? What offers you peace? And what are you passionate about all these answers and keys and all these answers and keys to what your mission is amen so we have to grab hold to what our mission is i told you what our mission is as our church amen and it is to spread the good news it is to minister to the lost it is to feed the hungry it is to go into the no nursing homes and pray for those people in nursing homes and minister to people in nursing homes as well as the assisted living facilities, as well as the jails, because we know you can you can you can have your own prison. You can have a prison ministry, and you got to remember they're not going nowhere anytime soon. Is where they are. They're not going nowhere anytime soon. Amen. So you can have a chapel service at the prison ministry. You can have uh, a chapel service at different places. Amen. So. What, we, uh, what you need to understand is the mission that you have from God. That means God has placed that in your heart. You got to be very passionate about it. Again, don't do it because somebody else is involved in missions overseas and it's not in your heart to do that. Amen. So what is your mission from God? You got to you got to pray and ask God, okay, what is my mission? You know, God may lead you to to go in and um, one of your missions is to go to the to your neighborhood park and make sure that all the trash is picked up and cleaned up. And you say, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? God has told me to do this. We have to keep this place clean for the kids and everything. Amen. And some people missions are, you know, they want to stop the gun violence. good. That's good. They want to stop that. They want to stop the um, they just want to stop the gun violence. Amen. They want to, some people's mission is they want to stop the bullying in the public school system. And there are, there are different types of bullying. You got the bullying in the public school system. You have the cyber type bullying, things like that's going on. 
and we have uh, people that's growing other adults in in the church in the house of God amen and that has to stop too so we have to understand what God is doing and we have to have that love and that passion for missions amen and I don't mind doing mission work I love doing mission work I've been doing mission work since I was a teenager and I can tell you, I was part of the street ministry. I was part of the prison ministry. I was uh, in the youth ministry. I was a part-time custodian. I mean, I was, at one point, I was involved in like five different things at the church and didn't even think twice about it. I was involved in, I can't, I can't remember the last one, but I was involved in five different areas of ministry. And two of them was prison ministry, and the other one was the street ministry. We used to go out in the streets and minister to people, amen. And you can't get discouraged because people say, well, I, I can't, we can't cross one person. And, boy, it just hurt our hearts so bad because it's, I don't believe in God. I'm like, ooh, okay. If you don't believe in God, why are you here? You know, he the one who created you. You don't believe in God. So we get that stuff all the time. You're going to run across people. You're going to run across a Muslim. You're going to run across people that just don't believe in God at all. They don't believe that God exists. They think it's just a figment of their imagination. That's what they're thinking. Amen. So, you know, our mission is to minister to the lost. Amen. And get them on the right track and let them know, say, listen, God does exist. He is real. Amen. If he wasn't real, you wouldn't be here. Amen. So I hope that you were, I pray that you were blessed by this message today. And um, when you decided to get involved into missions, make sure that you get all the information that you need. Because you're getting some things that you're going to need. As far as that, you're going to need, uh, again, passports. And there's a number of shots that you're going to take. And with the, uh, with the uh, pandemic going on, now they want you to have a COVID test. They want you to be vaccinated before you even get on that plane to go overseas, amen. So when even when you come back to the United States, you still have to quarantine yourself for 14 days. Even though you've been you tested negative, you got your vaccine and all other good stuff, so amen. So at this time, we're gonna worship God in our giving. Worship God and not giving. Amen. So if you're old school, and I know the Bible says in Malachi, bring the tithe and offering to the storehouse. Matter of fact, let's go there. Go to the book of
gitu ya kayak kamu kan bikin podcast gitu Okay, Malachi 3.10, and it says, Bring all tithes into the storehouse, there, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts. I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing, pour out such a blessing, that there will not be room enough to receive it. So that's why, you know, it's important that... Um, during this time, you know, um, you know, during this, this time of giving, amen, and you want to be blessed beyond measure, you know, this is this is a basic principle, bring all tithes and offerings to the storehouse, amen. So if you're one of those people that want to drop off your, uh, drop off your offering or your tithes, you can always uh, come to our office um, to drop that off. And also, you can go to amenalways.org. And you can text to give at 855-537-1023. Again, if you want to come by our office, our office is open Monday through Thursday from 9 to 4. You can come by, and our address is 2255 Dunn Avenue, Suite 201. You can drop off your giving there. And also, um, you can go online at amenalways.org, and you can text to give at 855-537-1023. Amen. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord God, for our tithes and our offering. We thank you, Lord God, that we'll always have food in our house, Lord God. We thank you for blessing us coming in and going out, Lord God. We thank you for a hundredfold return, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We give. You said in your word, give, and it shall be given to us, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto our bosoms, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we are, uh, we're blessed and we're able to give, Lord God. In Jesus' name, Lord God, we thank you and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So if you're one of those people that want to drop it off, you also you can drop it off. Amen. Glory to God. And again, don't forget, don't forget, the last Saturday of this month is our food pantry while supplies last while supplies last at 2255 Dunn Avenue. Look for the flags. We have tents be we have flags, we have tents out and everything. Uh, we have music playing and everything. We have clothes that we um, that we uh, also set up. We have a tent for clothes. So if you need some clothing or shoesing or shoes, you know you're more than welcome to come on out and get you some free food and get you some free clothes and enjoy the music, amen. And be blessed at the same time, you know. And um, and again, we're on our way. Our mission is our mission is to feed four thousand families. Amen. So glory to God. So Father God, we thank you for your word. 
We thank you, Lord, it has been a blessing to everyone else listening, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, as they place, as you put in their hearts certain missions, Lord God, that they would have, that they'll be passionate, Lord God, about it. This is something that they love to do, Lord God, and it's something that they want to do, Lord God, because you put it in their heart. And Father God, we just thank you. We lift up the ones that are going overseas later on this year, Lord God. We thank you for blessing them, keeping them safe, Lord God, protecting them from COVID-19 as well, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we get vaccinated and that we get all the shots and everything that they need before they go before they aboard that plane and go overseas to minister to people over in Africa, Peru, Australia, wherever they may go, Lord God. We thank you for keeping them safe. In Jesus' name, amen.